What made her this way? What is the attraction? What keeps us fascinated? This is the story of Christian. On January 2nd, 2019, Christine revealed on Twitter that she would not be attending the MacFest convention that year, for she heard no word of any Sonichu-related panels. In addition, she claimed to feel increasing superpowers due to the dimensional merge, which included levitating all over the place. But due to the real-world Dimension 1218's reality restrictions, no one could witness the act. It was at around this time that Jacob Sockness, an individual who fell in love with Christine but then grew to hate her as she failed to notice his messages on social media, claimed to have stolen the dimensional merge away from Chris and also put a curse on her. Sockness alleged that he tied the merger portal to a witchcraft temple which he fashioned himself and that the merger would take place in his home in San Francisco and not in Chris's house. On January 3rd, Christine donated $20 to a fundraising campaign on the site GoFundMe to help pay for an individual's appendicitis operation. The next day, YouTuber Gino Samuel teased on Twitter the return of this Christian, a comprehensive history documentary series on his Gino Samuel 2.1 channel, and was set to upload on February 24th, Chris's birthday. Chris shared the post, admitting that her birthday fell on a Sunday that year. Also on that day, Christine was interviewed by one Jackson Dalton, and the recording was soon after uploaded on YouTube. I think it was 2014, is that right? You became uh, a female? And yeah. I wanted to ask, what made you realize that you were a female? Uh, well, I had, uh, throughout my life, I had exhibited, but not totally realized my uh, feminine habits and traits. And then it became more apparent to me that I was definitely soulfully a woman due to the uh, vision I had where I saw myself uh, in my past lifetime sitting by a tree at, Woods at Woodstock. And I was like, and I was a woman then. So, okay, yep, I'm soulfully a woman. So, I went, so it's a good thing to go on from there and I never regretted it. Yeah, and I also know you had a lot of gal pals, so I kind of get it too. Yep. What's your favorite game franchise? Hmm, game franchise. Ah, shoot. And aside from Sonic and Pokemon, I really like Tetris. Tetris, Tetris. And then I also really got into and definitely like also the Hyper Dimension Neptunia series. Mm. Man, Especially that's... since I'm more into it because I'm a CPU myself now. Usually you didn't dress there's my mother. Yeah, I hear I hear oh, Deborah. Alright, all right, mom, be safe. I love you. Hi Deborah! Her name is Barbara. Or Barbara, sorry. I'm not really good with names. I hope she doesn't oh, think I'm a stupid. troll or something. No. She knows. She knows about this area. Look, I'm flying through space. <laughs> <laughs> when did you come to terms with your situation, you know, that you currently had, you know, constant mockery and whatnot? 
Well, with the trolls and whatnot, I pretty much came to terms with it, uh, except and started turning myself around on how to handle it about 2011. Shoot. Before Idea Guy came along, I literally was meditating nightly with Magic Chan, my hubby. And then all the events happened, and last March I married Magic Chan and Crusoe, and then last last June I married Mewtwo and Silvana, and it's a it's been very good, been very delightful, everything. And uh, and lots of people have seen us all together when we go out, so. And I'm definitely not the only one who could see them with my true sight. Yeah, I did see a video of you uh, kissing one of your wives. Um, yeah, kiss, right. yeah, kissing Chriselle. Yeah. Uh, not to dox my friend there who ended up being named as the one who uploaded the video, and I'm not going to say his name on on this video or dox him, but I just want to let him know that um, I know what's going on with you, uh, and you're being possessed by the dark side, and I just want you to know that I forgive you. You're still cool in my eyes. I know you haven't done worse. I definitely would like you and I to still be friends, and I still have the Christmas presents to get to give you and the other and our other two friends. I definitely want to hang out with them because they're they are actually good people. I care about I care about them as friends, you know. Also on that day, Christine, for unclear reasons, believed that she experienced an assassination attempt by a certain Sonichu created by the exiled Draco, who was routinely uploading videos on YouTube of the Sonichu comics with himself providing the voices for all the characters. I am the prophesied master! Chris addressed the supposed attack via Twitter. At the exiled Draco, your Sonichu OC personally paid me a visit tonight. He attempted assassination of me with commands from within your subconscious. Fortunately, I saw him coming and stopped him. What do you have to say for yourself on behalf of your OC's behavior? The exiled Draco denied the accusation, claiming that his original character, exiled Sonichu, or X, was mischievous but not murderous, and that the creator never would command X to kill anyone. Chris later returned to explain the attack in detail. Good afternoon. Firstly, Magichan was a witness. He was in the bathroom with me, sitting nearby as I showered. X appeared behind me through a device generates portal. Initially, I partially recognized him and Magichan was able to fully identify him as your OC, X, without a doubt. He was attempting to assaniate me, at least with a prank. He had become in talks with a small group of haters against me. Magichan talked with him and discussed how important I am. For one thing, he would not exist if I wasn't around. And then, a friend of X's showed up to retrieve him. He had a knife in his hand, but I felt his portalling in presence. So I grabbed him by the wrist and lifted him up. A dark blue Sonichu that could be mistaken for a bad recolor OC of myself or Christy. He got a good talking to as well. No charges or punishment will be ensued against either of them or yourself, I promise. At the exiled Draco, I only wanted to inform you of the matter and get your thoughts. This event was one that was fated to happen anyway. But aside from that, I'd like to let this be an example for those with such hatred-filled thoughts against us in their heads. We all are together and capable of defending each other. 
I am able to feel it coming and stop it from happening. Thank you. The exiled Draco responded again to claim that X was innocent and that Chris's story did not reflect X's supposed history and known character traits. Another Twitter user interjected to suggest that the assassination attempt may have been merely imagined by Chris. Christine denied that it was her imagination, since she allegedly could physically interact with a Sonachu by whacking it with a half-full hair conditioner bottle. The Twitter user replied, saying that there may be a chance Chris was hallucinating, which may indicate a developing mental illness, urging her to seek help. Chris defended her experience by pointing out that QB Farms user and former guard dog, the captain, had apparently met with Magichan, in addition to others witnessing him being with Chris as well. On January 6th, Christine used her alternative Nightstar Twitter account to check the most recent updates from My Little Pony-related creator, Lightning Bliss, who had previously blocked Chris's main account. Chris then after wrote a string of tweets denying claims that she was one of the awful bad trolls and did not target or harass anyone. She wrote that she spread kindness, love, and support and stood up for anyone who was being harassed or bullied. She closed by writing that she was unable to help those in need if she were blocked and pleaded for others to not do to her what her half-brother Cole Smithy had done and block her Twitter account because it ticked her off when her kindness and support was blocked. Later on, she begrudgingly advertised an old item for sale on eBay, a telephone in the shape of the mascots of the multicolored button-shaped chocolates M&Ms because Chris's mother Barbara was yelling at her about money. On the 7th, Chris rhetorically asked her Twitter followers what would a mix of apple flavor and berry flavor Fanta be called, before announcing that it would be named Blue Applery. On January 10th, a concerned individual who had known about Christine for a relatively short time called Adult Protective Services in an attempt to have her living situation examined in the form of a wellness check. He recorded the phone conversation and then shared it on the QB Farms under his freshly created account, Chris Psychology. I'm concerned about the safety and well-being of someone in Rutgersville under the name of Christine Weston Chandler. Okay. Do you need her address? Would you like to hear more? Or I know the address. Okay. <laughs> it appears to be that she's trans. It appears that she's not able to take care of herself as well as her mother, who may or may not be suffering from dementia. Her mother is calling her by her older brother's name, and her older brother has been living out of state for a very long time. Christine seems to be suffering from delusions, which are worsening over time and fed into by strangers over the internet. And her family and herself have displayed uh, habits of compulsive hoarding, and from other outside sources and videos she posts from the internet, she appears to recklessly spend her money, and we're not sure of her financial stability, and we're also not sure if she has any plans of what's to happen when Barbara dies. We're just concerned and want the best for her, and want to make sure she gets the help she needs, honestly, sir. So, I mean, obviously, I'm aware of the situation, um, you're not the first person to call. In fact, you're not even probably the tenth person to call. The issues that we have with the situation are that we can't force cooperation unless we 
have very serious and provable risk of danger to herself or, or to Barbara, which we aren't able to prove at this time. So is there something recently happening that is raising the level of concern for you to call in now? She has been posting on her Twitter that she feels that the characters she creates are living in a different dimension and everything's going to merge. And she said that she's like experiencing psychic powers and like moving things in her home with her mind and just overall down the rabbit hole. My concern is that the online activity and persona and, and everything that goes into it may not actually be the real personality and the real belief and the real situation that's going on. I can't force cooperation. I can't yeah. force entry to the home. and I can only you know, question to an extent that they will allow. So um, it's just hard for me to really nail down any actual underpinning to everything that is online. Because I agree, what's online is absurd. Yeah. And I'll tell you that on our end, whenever we get information in like this that raises our concern level again, uh, we do re-engage and try to offer services or try to offer just guidance on whatever may be needed at the time. Like I said, if you see newer things popping up that increase the level of concern, always feel free to call back in. Like I said, we're always looking for more risky behavior that could help us build the case for what needs to be done. Was that everything you had at this point? At this point for now, yes. He was afterwards ridiculed by members of the Kiwi Farms for trying to meddle in Chris's life, and soon had his social media profiles, parents' home address, and personal and nude photos shared on the site. He then deleted his Twitter account and closed his Discord servers. Also on January 10th, Chris highlighted that the belt on her recently purchased treadmill caused her to slip and interfered with her exercise, so she received a new replacement belt, courtesy of a Twitter friend, done in preparation to her participation in the hashtag BronyBabes weight loss campaign, started by a small group of My Little Pony fans, which included Lightning Bliss. Later that day, Chris unveiled her new LEGO construction, a representation of her CPU Blueheart goddess persona. The next day, her Twitter account was supposedly taken over by her supposed husband, Magichan, who wrote a plea for people to stop harassing her and the people with whom she conversed. He claimed that Emmanuel, or God, was also disappointed in all the trolls and bullies. Magichan vowed to personally visit all those who left Chris hurtful comments and drain their memories of any technological knowledge. The artist of the art of Magichan that Chris attached in her final tweet, Captain Taco2345, entered the thread to highlight that Christine did not credit him, and so left several tweets to bring more attention to himself and his work. Chris soon after acknowledged the artist and gave him credit, sharing his profile. The next day, after exercising on her treadmill, Chris alerted her followers of the latest data retrieved from her fitness tracking app, Fitbit, revealing that she weighed 209.7 pounds and wished to reduce her weight down to between 200 and 179 pounds. The next day, she posted a selfie of herself for the hashtag BronyBabes campaign. Also on the 12th, Chris filmed and then posted a short video of snow falling outside her house. Snowing, snowing, snowing is falling and we're inside. 
is to make comrades with. It was around this time that a small group of individuals began scheming about how to gain Christine's trust and influence her. Twitter user Megan K. Ringo, or Maker Night V, made her presence known to Chris by encouraging and agreeing with her statements concerning the dimensional merge, and even confessing to being the supposed CPU goddess of the Nintendo Switch game console. A friend of hers found Christine's phone number, and to make her surprise, Chris replied to her text messages. She was being advised in how to interact with Chris by one Owls, who was known as CPU Turquoiseheart by Chris. Maker Night V then created a private server on the online chatting application Discord, called Sons of Miscreants, where she asked for others to join and participate in her scheme. She elaborated in the private chat that she did not aim to feed Chris's delusions, but rather offer her friendly advice and be a source of moral support. Maker also highlighted that those in the Discord should not troll Christine, and that everyone should create their own CPU goddess persona and Sonichu character before contacting her and pretend to be gifted with the spirits of console goddesses. As Maker Night V continued contacting Christine and earning her trust by supporting her words on Twitter and sending her fan art, Chris asked for Maker to befriend her former friend, Megan Schroeder, but Maker rejected her request, as she didn't want Megan to be put through any more Chris-related drama. At another point, Chris seemed to have grown more interested in Maker Night V, as she was, according to Maker, being molded into a mini Christine by telling her to make her own medallion utilizing Chris's crystals. Inspired by Chris's alleged marriage to her own characters, Maker revealed on Twitter that she apparently was in a relationship with her original character, Night V, a statement which Christine acknowledged and liked. On January 12th, Twitter user Kara Squiggly Rosechu, who was part of Maker Night V's Discord, told Christine's detractors to leave her alone and stop the hate because she was a human like everyone else. Chris thanked them for their support, but corrected their statement to clarify that she was allegedly half-human and half-Sonachu. The next day, a user criticizing Maker for feeding Chris's psychotic delusions was replied to by Maker herself, who clarified that Christine's ideas were not delusions and that they were too blind to see the truth. Christine thanked Maker for defending her, pitying the haters for they did not possess, quote-unquote, true sight. She later explained that an individual with true sight could see invisible creatures and objects and perceive the original forms of shapeshifters, among other abilities. Kiwi Farms users quickly noted that her description of true sight was copied from the description of the ability of the same name seen in the tabletop game Dungeons and Dragons. Chris then wrote a new tweet to direct all business inquiries to the email address christine at quickfill.us, adding that since she was a female, she asked all who contacted her to refer to her with the correct pronouns. On January 14th, in response to more members of the My Little Pony fandom being exposed as pedophiles, a Twitter user attempted to add Christine to the list by sharing a private message written by a member of the so-called Teen Troon Squad, Lucas, in which he claimed she inappropriately touched, hugged, and kissed the teenagers. Chris denied the accusations, claiming the message was taken out of context, 
and that she was solely being entertaining or kind to the teens. She restated that she would never be attracted to minors. She later added that it would be fair for her to be demonized if conclusive evidence of her being a pedophile surfaced, but highlighted that the evidence must not be cropped or photoshopped and that inflatable sex dolls should not count, regardless of whatever imagery was printed onto them. She further wrote that she stated her case without fear of prejudice because she had proven herself better in the decades since the trolling began and that she usually did not engage in adult conversations with those under the legal age or those who did not make the first move on her consensually. The individual investigating reports of Chris acting inappropriately concluded that there wasn't enough evidence to brand her a pedophile, though stated that she was absolutely a creep and needed to get help in the form of therapy. Also on that day, after sharing the profile of Chaotic Chimera, a My Little Pony related artist who was in need of financial help, Christine was blocked by the artist and wrote a string of tweets to express her anger. I am all too well aware of the risks involved, especially the haters looking to target and harass those of who I am trying to be kind and supportive of or simply talk to, with or about. I am not fond of the haters and harassing types and I do not condone their bullying of anyone. But I have faith in the common sense of everyone in being able to simply block those who actually do the harassing and hating instead of me. I remain the victim of circumstances every time someone blocks me instead of blocking the actual haters who harass. Look at my tweet history on at quicksonichu. Do you see me making any such harassment or hurtful commentary to anyone who is innocent of hating or harassing? Absolutely not! All I did was relay that Chaotic Chimera needed money, so I relayed the link to her tweet about her dilemma. What happened? The haters harassed her and I got blocked. I did not make any such negative commentary. Not one word from me. And yet I get blocked over the actual haters. Do you all know how I feel every time I learn that someone I follow, like, and respect on Twitter blocks me? I freaking hit the wall after running at mock speeds. That's how I feel. And the shock freaking hurts. And sharing miscontent about me with anyone, especially that which is more than a decade old, is garbage. Sigh. But I digress. My main goal here is helping the artist by relaying her link. That is all. I do not want to hear or see anyone harassing or hating on her or her family. Thank you. The next day, Chris wrote that she was staying positive and grounding her emotions with the help of her supposed husband, Magichan, sharing a photo of Lego figurines representing herself, Magichan, and the cartoon character, Unikitty. Later on, her Twitter acquaintance Ting Tings drew a stylized athletic reimagining of Chris to encourage her in her weight loss journey. On January 16th, Christine attended her scheduled hearing regarding her case of unpaid debt to second round sub. The case concluded and she was ordered to pay $2,476.63. After she got back home, Chris took part in the hashtag 2009 versus 2019 challenge on Twitter in which people compared themselves to how they were 10 years prior. 
Chris posted a photo of himself from 2009, along with a recent picture, admitting that back then Chris was very nerdy and naive. Afterwards, she asked Twitter support for the reasons why she remained unverified on the platform, despite providing the verification team with her driver's license image twice, and that everyone knew her. On January 17th, she lashed out at her haters when she discovered that My Little Pony associated creator Eliora had blocked her on Twitter. She added that she loathed being blocked by bullies, quote-unquote, yapping on about her, leaving her feeling like she hit another wall running. Three days later, she was angered once more upon finding out she had gotten blocked by My Little Pony-related creator Dusty Cat after complimenting artwork done for him because her haters responded to anything she shared online, in addition to those aiming to further her delusions by discussing a supposed civil war occurring in Quickville. In addition, she reminded her followers of all the other individuals who had blocked her over the recent years. Chris then considered protecting her Twitter account, meaning that only select and trusted people could view her profile inspired by the actions of the illustrator and voiceover artist Doopy Doover, who had also blocked her. Chris was tempted to block out all her haters at the expense of her genuine fans, and was sure as when she pepper-sprayed the feet of the alleged jerk assistant manager of the GameStop in 2014, that she would do it if left with no other choice. On January 21st, Christine wrote an extended Twitter thread discussing an apparent war in the Dimension C-197 and also read out the thread in a YouTube video posted that same day. Hello everybody, Christine Chandler coming to you live from home once again in the utility room. And this time I got a whopper of a speech for everybody that needs to be well heard and listened. I've just talked with the War Rebels and Haters in Dimension C-197 and I'm going to share the statement with the Rebels and Haters here in this world and Dimension. For those who don't know, this war is between the, super, the CPUs, console patron units, deities, heroes, superheroes, and the villains and supervillains who are acting against the prophecies and destinies that all have been happening, are happening, and shall happening, be, shall be happening. We the heroes and deities do what we all must to stand and fight to defend the good of both worlds and dimensions. And I do understand and recognize how all of you thinking I am not making progress in myself and around me, but I am making progress in myself. I'm developing my brain further. I'm getting stronger in my superpowers and everything. You all just do not understand because y'all closed yourselves off. So here's the thing. Haters and bullies. Why can't y'all just find something else that is actually popularly disliked and hated like Putin and his recent spiel against the LGBTQ in Russia? Or Donald Trump's freaking wall! Ugh, really taking money out of every single person's pockets. Is he drinking about the people? No, he's not thinking about us. He's thinking about himself. But this is not about Donald Trump. It's about all of you, the haters, and how y'all need to 
find something else to focus your hatred upon. And I will recommend this, as I did to the haters and rebels in C197 earlier today. Go punch a reinforced bag of sand. Even those of y'all who are stuck to a chair in perma-epic fail, y'all can still reach out and punch a bag. Simple! You're on a chair, just punch! Thank you all so much. Everyone, have a great and safe day. And know that we, all of us, are working together to keep each and every day great and safe for all of you. Body, mind, spirit, and superpowers. In a similar tactic as that of the Idea Guys, Enablers on Twitter encouraged Christine's beliefs that the sister dimension was real and that there was an ongoing conflict occurring between her own original characters and those of other franchises. She rejected claims from enablers who wrote that her son, Sonichu, had abandoned her, vowing to throw sandbags onto anyone if they said Sonichu was not loyal. On January 22nd, music artist Dodi released a music video for the song Monster, which briefly features an illustration of Sonachu. Also on that day, Chris was blocked by My Little Pony-related creator Mad Munchkin, prompting her to go to her laptop to try protecting her tweets to restrict who could access her account. She announced that the only thing that could stop her from protecting her account was if all the people who had blocked her were to unblock her. She soon after declared that the deed was done and planned to individually block all unsavory accounts from the thousands that followed her. 27 minutes later, Christine unprotected her account, writing that protecting it would mean that all the people she followed and liked would not be able to read her responses and thoughts and instead asked Twitter if there was an option for her to approve or deny follower requests. She then posted a short clip of herself shrieking out in frustration. <coughs> the next day, she continued to release her hatred for the haters and harassers by wishing they all experience what he did in school and have four of the school's staff pin them down to the ground and record their screams onto an audio cassette tape and phone and have it uploaded onto the internet. She then reimagined the trauma done onto the trolls as a video game where the trolls would be screaming victims who could not break free from the school staff's grip and could only scream and squirm while also being strangled. When confronted by other users for her violent threats, Chris wrote that the haters and harassers drove her to that point, followed by 111 cloud with lightning emojis. She went on to explain that she only recalled that traumatic event from school because she was encouraged to think about it by her psychiatrist at a recent meeting and that the psychiatrist was to blame for making her remember it again. Chris pleaded that if people wanted her to function better, then they should never push her into that PTSD moment of epic insanity and get everyone who had blocked her to unblock her. 
When someone pointed out that Christine should simply block her harassers, she claimed that they would quickly create new accounts and use them to harass her again. And since she had over 29,000 followers, the arduous task of blocking all possible trolls would have been quote-unquote beyond hell and Tartarus. At the same time, Ting Tings from Twitter had a private conversation with Christine, in which she inquired whether Chris was in a discord with Maker Night V, because Tings was worried Megan was feeding her idea guys-esque ideas after her private discord messages were leaked on the QB forms. Chris admitted that they were in a discord together, but denied she had anything to do with the idea guys or that she was being forced to do anything. After Ting Tings shared their conversation on Twitter, Chris told her followers to stop harassing her friends, possibly referring to Maker. Tings then messaged Maker Night V directly, asking if her intentions were truly honest. Maker wrote that she saw Chris as someone who was as broken as she was and that she simply wanted to help. Tings countered her claim with the leaked Discord messages of her making mocking comments, misgendering, and organizing her group to work as a team. Due to an onslaught of harassment, Maker Night V wrote on Twitter that she was left feeling suicidal and hated herself and humanity. She said that even though she only wanted to help Christine, the constant bashing made her feel depressed. On January 24th, Christine apologized for lashing out the previous day, but still wished for every person she liked to unblock her. She added that after investigating and talking with her, she concluded that Maker Night V was genuine and not a troll. She elaborated that Magichan and some other CPU goddesses had apparently told her Maker was not a troll. Chris soon after apologized to all the people who blocked her, mentioning their usernames, and asked for her trolls to all directly apologize to them as well so that she could be unblocked. She concluded that she would not take no for an answer, and if remained blocked, she would have another mental meltdown. Later again, Chris asked for other people involved with the MLP fandom or brony artists and analysts who may personally know the individuals that blocked her for advice on how to apologize to them. Later that day, Christine unveiled a preview of a short comic that was inspired by the ongoing blocking saga. Later again, Chris wrote a handwritten declaration of diplomatic immunity for a brony analyst who had blocked her, Eon of Dreams, and his counterpart in the sister dimension for apparently fighting back against haters. Later on, in response to a person talking about watching the Netflix-produced series about serial killer Ted Bundy, Chris asked if it was the same Bundy who she believed was framed for his crimes. When others tried to explain that it was a concept fabricated for her by the idea guys, Chris rejected this claim, stating that the framing was a fact that was even mentioned on Wikipedia. She added that she even talked with his Sonichu reincarnation who served as a soldier in Quickfill and was behaving himself very well, without a single instance of launching a killing spree in the past year. At the end of the day, Chris created a new Twitter account, Magichan Sonichu. The account's tweets were protected, meaning that only approved followers could see her tweets. But it could be seen that Chris used this account to follow all the people who had blocked her. One of the blockers, 
Chaotic Chimera, responded in a thread that the reason she blocked Chris was because she didn't want to be associated with a scammer, relaying personal bad experiences with such people, and vowed to block anyone who encouraged her to unblock Christine. Another user notified her of the alternative accounts she was using, and so Chimera blocked them all. By the morning of January 25th, nearly all the people that had blocked her original account had also blocked her new Magichan account. When someone asked Chris if the account truly belonged to Magichan, she confirmed that she helped him set up the account, and he allegedly stood beside her as he selected what posts he liked and which accounts to follow. Christine then wrote that she felt sad and depressed, and blamed others for forcing her to do what she did after getting blocked, followed by 39 loudly crying face emojis. Another Twitter user revealed to her that when asked via direct message, one of the blockers confessed that the trolls had nothing to do with the blocking, and that Chris was blocked under advisement of friends. After reading the screenshots of the private messages, Chris determined that the images were photoshopped. Afterwards, Twitter user Kirai Uchiha told one of Chris's blockers, Sega's sister, that Chris was escalating in her demands and wanted the brony to spread the word about Chris's intentions. Consequently, Kirai Uchiha was blocked by Christine for allegedly prompting Sega's sister to block her. Soon after, the Twitter user reported that they would be contacting the sheriff's department of Chris's locale and tell them what she has been doing. Christine then acknowledged that she learned that some of the instances of recent events were not hater-instigated and apologized to Uchiha for branding them a hater. She then after promised to not push any more abusive tweets or posts, wishing to make amends as quickly as possible. Also on the 25th, Chris unveiled an older drawing of Chris Chan Sonichu taking part in the My Little Pony Analysis YouTube series, TF2 Analysis, which was hosted by some prominent members of the Brony community who roleplayed as characters from the video game Team Fortress 2, including some who had blocked her. Through a lengthy Twitter thread, she explained how she apparently participated in the show after being introduced to the opportunity by prominent TF2 Analysis member Dr. Wolf. Finally, on that day, Chris complained further about her week, adding an account of an incident concerning her neighbors. Worst week ever to my mind, body and emotions, blocked by more of those I like and appreciate it. I am not going to cry or have a tantrum, just more apologies to issue. If I did not have the greater destiny and all, I probably would just die from all of the rejection! Even more shocking, my neighbor across the street from me shouted angrily at me, blaming me for his child questioning their gender identity. This happened Thursday. More stress and anxiety on top of all of the other chaos and drama. How do you think I am feeling? Bad trolls? How do you all, each and every one of you all, think I am feeling? I am not asking for sympathy or pity. Go on about your lives. Emmanuel, please, get my body to C-197 now. This 1218 world is becoming all too much for me. Soul and mind slash body. On January 26th, MLP-affiliated creator Harmony Dancer tweeted at Christine 
telling her not to contact her friends ever again, and called her a monster. She denied Chris's claim that she was a victim, and called her disgusting and scum. This caused Chris to write that she was now closer to 82 loud crying face emojis, and congratulated her haters for making her feel so. She encouraged others to tear her down because she could infinitely respawn, and so could be teared up into infinity because she was scum. Chris went on to write a long tirade filled with random access humor because she was scum and did not deserve sleep. If you would like to see this slip of scum sleep for the night, dial 963 on your speed dial while looking for granola in the bottom of the ocean with humpback whales while wearing Mario frog suits, provided by Lumberjack Incorporated. Hee hee. Ugh. Tonight's order of fried brains has been brought to you by Harmony Aroma Dancers of Pizza Joe in Lumbago, Nicaragua. Random isms are also brought to you by Harmony Aroma Dancers in New York, Zimbabwe, and Cucamonga. Yee hee! Enjoy marshmallows and jelly beans in your strawberry, jam, and parmesan pizza pie made with the help of Eskimos and rubber chickens. Bon appetit and headaches. Kristen went to her Magichan Twitter account to reply to Harmony Dancer, posing as her supposed husband, stating that she did not sleep the whole night and her brain was damaged by being called scum. Harmony Dancer then read Chris's attempts at making her feel guilty and expressed through a meme that it was the dumbest shit she had seen all day. The next day, Chris claimed that the reason she may have been blocked was that people believed that trollsome Chris-chan impersonators on Twitter who harassed the brony analysts were the real Christine. She asked for them to reassess the blockings and investigate the unique Twitter handles of the Chris's they blocked. At around this time, KiwiFarm's users suspected that Chris or her friend, MakerNightV, established a new Twitter account, Creamarina, named after Maker's original character, which proceeded to follow all the accounts which had blocked Christine. On January 28th, Chris recorded and released a YouTube video addressing the recent blocking fiasco. Just addressing, you know who you are, the my fellow bronies and Pegasisters who blocked me on Twitter. The obvious big thing, among which is the bad outdated reputation I had that's like 12 years old nearly. Seriously, 2007, no, Joel's been hating on me since then. I would never have done any of those things that I am very shameful of today if they had not gotten involved. I would, I'm just as trolled and bullied as some to most of y'all. And harassment, I do not harass anyone. The only things I do on Twitter are kindness and supportive type commentary. And among which those haters and harassers, they just, they used outdated and I'm not, and partially counting the stuff that was deceived on me last year during those six months by freaking idea guy, Stephen Boyd. They can't $6,000 on me! You think I'm not 
say about that either. I don't say about that. And I've said about all the rejection I'm getting from the people I like. I'm a fan of each and every one of you. I'm serious. I like your art style. I like the way you do in your shows and everything. <sighs> Very serious about that. And I'm sorry for offending each and every one of you. But I ask is just, I gotta get my mental sanity back. So please unblock me. Please unblock me. I'm very, very sorry for everything, for offending each and every one of you. Super serious. <sighs> All those damn trolls and damn haters and harassers. I just, they've been ruining my life since 2007. 2007. <sighs> Check whoever's been harassing you, pretending it them because they're actually pretending it's me or being themselves, just bringing out outdated crap about me. And I'm actually am, and I've proven myself to be, and I'm still working myself to be a very good, honest, decent person. All right? I mean, you don't misjudge a woman who got seriously drunk at 21 accidentally did a porn film and then 10 years later you judge her based on what she did 10 years ago this shit's been over a decade old 2007 i've been trolled since then i'm still getting freaking bullied and everything <sighs> <sighs> anyway please unblock me on twitter Unblock me. That's all I'm asking. We don't have to be friends, but I don't. I it just. I do not like to be hated, and I am not one that's worthy of hatred. Yet I'm followed by all these freaking people who it's a freaking fetish to them to harass and hate everybody. I know y'all agree with me too on that. I feel like I'm gonna feel like I could faint in a moment. So, again, I'm sorry for offending y'all in any way, and the reputation's outdated, and those damn trolls just trying to mislabel me as so much negative. It's just. <sighs> Very serious. Look at me. Look at me. Look how tired I am. All this chaos has been going on the past week because everybody's been blocking me. Cracking under the pressure of the people she sought comfort in, pushing her away, Christine once more failed to acknowledge that her own actions were largely at fault. For most people, it is difficult to own up to their mistakes and take the blame and inevitable consequences. For a goddess, like Christine, whose reality decreed she could do no wrong. Perhaps it was impossible. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please check out the video version of the series up on YouTube on my YouTube channel, Gino Samuel 2.1, to get a better understanding of the story.
If you like what I do and you're interested in supporting me, consider checking out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Thanks again. See you around.